Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football, rankings, debates, dad stuff. The Dynasty Dads Podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. And welcome everybody back to another edition of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Renshaw. With me yet again, Garrett Grav. Garrett. Hey, hey. Thanks for coming back. Matt, I, back I'm in always... Action. I'm like, yes, he's coming back. I didn't scare him off. <laughs> he's not. No. You're like, uh, man, is this guy just going to get sick of talking about fantasy football and go back to talking about fantasy superheroes full right. time? Like, pe- no. get tired of that? I don't think. I mean, oh, I don't think no, so. I, not the fantasy football. Every once in a while, it's really nice to get a break from that style of nerd and spend right. time with this style of nerd. And what's it? What's one of those nights? Jarl? Jorel? Jorel, yeah, that's Jor-El. Superman's dad. You're learning so much, man. See, well, Proud of I, you. Here's I had a I had a buddy that I worked with, and his last name was an L last name. Okay. And they had a son, and it was their only son, and they named him Calvin. And I that's was like, fan- oh, that's fantastic. That's cool. And I was Cal L. And that's exactly he goes, because he goes, I'm a big Superman guy. And shortened oh. Cal L. I'm like, I like it. You know, it's been fun because I used to try to like keep my account my personal account when i was on a different show the what are the odds show yeah. i try to do all the fantasy football content in the what are the odds account and then i'd use my personal one for like oh hey i'm you know making pulled pork sandwiches today right, <laughs> whatever right. you know or or then you know superhero stuff and since i've just decided i'm going to use my own account for everything yeah. just do everything uh, a bunch of dudes and ladies in the fantasy football space turns out they're closet superhero dorks too. And it's nice. like, you kind of get to know like, Oh yeah. You know, and we're in a, a chat. I was going to say, we joined that Marvel, Marvel people. Yeah. It's Speaking been kind of, of fun, fun. Oh yeah. Big Marvel. Oh my goodness. Oh. Hugh Jackman's coming back. Wow. Oh, sorry. That's, that's a different podcast. It's a different podcast. We should, we could do a spinoff episode. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I was excited for that. The Wolverine podcast with Matt and Garrett. <laughs> shake, shake, you know. <laughs> Who's the best Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, rank them. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Jackman, easily. Right, forever. And then, yeah. Um, so, family stories. We'll, we'll start it off with family stories. Um, I will be honest. This this jug of fluid is, is coffee for me <sighs> at 9 30 at night it's awfully late uh, well i i am burning the minute in fact this is why uh last week stuff came up you know um peek behind the curtain i i mean we've talked for kids full-time dad uh, right. full-time teacher part-time real estate agent also getting classes for my or also doing classes for my mba that's um, right he does it all folks he so, does it all yeah <laughs> I, i'm it's just last week was busy we didn't have time to record sorry we missed it uh but we're back. Um, so this week, my daughter, oldest daughter, um, we tonight, like I'm, I'm about to go play uh, uh, Tooth Fairy after oh, we're that recording boy. here. And it was a put on the little wings, prance around. Right. Yep. Uh, it's a front one. A big. So it was a kind of a oh. big. It's not her first one, but her first front tooth and, and her second front tooth is loose. And I'm like, we're going to have a all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth kid. It's going to be awesome. She refused to pull the thing out though. Oh my gosh. She, we could have pulled it out Friday. Didn't want to pull it out Friday. Played with it Saturday. It had but to hurt. It, I, 
it was so far down. Like you could see, like it was lower sure. than the other teeth. I'm like, just swinging low, sweet chariot. Just pull it. I told her, so just pull it, just pull it. Said, no, no, no. And then of course she goes to school and her friends. So apparently the way she told me the story, it was snack time today at school and everyone was chanting, pull it. Pull That's awesome. It. And A little peer pressure. Out. Right. That's great. Whatever. So, so let me ask you this. I, you know, I'm an econ guy. Yeah. I, I, I studied econ in, in college. It's always been kind of, it's an interest. It's like inflation. One You're going to ask about tooth fairy inflation, aren't you? Well, I was going to ask market dynamics, you know, as it relates to products entering the market. So we think right. about that, like, is the demand for a front tooth higher and therefore carries there's few, you know, it, like there's, there's two of them, they're kind of premium. Yes. So is that a higher price that the uh, tooth fairy has to pony up? This front tooth uh, is double the value of the, yeah. the bottom tooth. Yep, that's fair. So, yeah. That's the big uh, timer. Yeah. I mean, and she's, I mean, I told her today, tonight, you look like Ellie from Up when she was a kid, like that. Sure. Missing right. front tooth. And yep. she didn't get the reference, but I did. Yeah. Because that's a movie that makes every dad, every, I mean, oh my, every person, every person on the planet just right. cry and control. But if you're a husband, I mean, anybody can be empathetic. Right. Anybody can be sympathetic. If you watch that movie minutes, as a married minutes? man, oh my gosh. It's like, it's it's all the emotions you could ever feel yep. like you could give to a movie in the first 15 minutes. Those Done. those guys at Pixar, they're brutal, man. That was a short film in and of itself. Better than- I tried, when Onward came out, I tried to watch that with the boys and I kept, well, mm -mm. better go check out the popcorn yeah. in the kitchen. You know? Yeah. Like, I did, yep. Oh, yep. brutal. They know that what they're was... doing. They're, they're emotionally good. manipulative and they're excellent at it. They are, yes, they they I I watch Disney Pixar movies for myself. Oh yeah. With the kids, not sure. for the kids. No, no, because I'm hyped for them. Right. Encanto, I watched Encanto by myself three or four times before the kids. I, I can't tell you how many times I've watched Encanto. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to Under Pressure at the gym. Yep. That song yep. gets you hyped. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a great one. Uh, it, I, I find it, I'm going to rank it above. We don't talk about Bruno personally. Absolutely. Bruno's a banger, not taking anything yeah. away from it. Nope. I would, I would rather jam out to under pressure. I, you know, it's not a this week story, but should I just continue on the tooth theme? Sure. What do you got? So I've got my four boys, right. And they're maniacs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're wonderful little guys, but they're little boys. Um, and our third born Benjamin is in kindergarten okay. and Benjamin had his, I'm missing my front two teeth picture for school this year. Yeah. Um, not a lot of kindergartners have that. A lot of kindergartners also don't have their last year at preschool being there. I'm missing my two front teeth oh, photo. Okay. And likely um, don't also have their first grade picture <laughs> as I'm missing my front two teeth picture. And who knows? Are they ever um, coming in? Uh, it's how they came out, which oh, was okay. the real challenge. So it was uh, spring 2021. Okay. Um, my my wife's parents have a place in Arizona and we tend to go there for spring break because it, it, it's a lot to buy tickets and hotels or resorts, right? For right. a family of six. Yep. And it's wonderful. They got a great place, a lot of pools. It's like they love their pools in Arizona. Yeah. Scottsdale's close. You can get in Phoenix Zoo, whatever. It's, it's, it's a dry heat. It's, it's, a, it's, a, dry, it's a dry heat. heat. That's yeah. what you always hear. Yeah, it's free humidity. You know, you can't complain about that. Um, but he is, he, he thinks he's a big kid and he yeah. wants to do everything. The big kids do. He has no concept that he's little. So my brother-in-law 
has a skateboard that's still down there from when he, they were kids, right? Okay. And he's riding this skateboard and he steps on the tail and he's short enough that it flips up and smacks oh. him right in the mouth. I'm out golfing with my father-in-law. Oh. Phone's on silent. Don't get any of the messages. They're right. doing the telemedicine, teledental, I guess, thing. Yeah. And both these oh. bad boys turn gray. The first one we have to go in and have extracted, right? Right. The second one, it is loose like you're talking about loose. Yeah. Dangling there. But he's like determined to still eat with it. But oh. it's stabbing like back right. into the gum, right? Ow. And he doesn't have oh. he doesn't have the, the he doesn't he can't feel it, right? Well, he doesn't have the grown-up tooth behind it, so he can because it's going oh. directly into his gum and he's upset. I'm like, we gotta pull that, man. We should just yeah. pull that. He's like, No, 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 I don't want him. Like, we really need to pull it. We should just pull it. Let's talk in the morning. So he comes out of his bedroom in the morning, holding the bloody tooth going, I pulled it, daddy. And oh I'm like, I didn't mean for you to yank you it out of your it. own face, kid. <laughs> but they say they're going to come in normal. You know, oh. there might be some spacing issues, apparently. Yeah. But yeah, but what kid doesn't have braces anymore? Yeah, we, we grabs have large teeth to begin oh. with. They were probably going to need to be shifted around anyway. Hold his own. Oh, kids. Hey. He is something, man. That's Benjamin. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a wild man. Benny's our wild man. Yeah, we uh, our baby is like crawling and moving around now. Wife texted me yesterday, two days ago, recently, and said, "Oh, by the way, I was cooking lunch for the two-year-old, and the nine-month-old was three steps up." No oh, boy, first time he's ever done steps. Oh up. boy, great! This is this is what we. It's game time. It's yeah. on. Maybe a future athlete. Uh, you know, I can only hope. Do something. Let me support you in something. Well, if I was going to talk about other family stuff, it would just be how I'm nonstop kid sports all the time anymore, yeah. but that would be a very long conversation. So maybe, maybe next week I'll update you on two wins in the grub house, both for football teams, flag football and, uh, and tackle football for fourth grade. Nice. I'll keep the listeners updated. I'm sure they, yeah. Debbie league guys are probably very interested. Probably. I could probably ask a guy that might know about your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Speaking of losing teeth and injuries this week, was awful for almost yeah. everybody. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift of the Lions are both banged up. David Montgomery's day-to-day. Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas popped up. Famous Jameis is doing something. Everything hurts with that Broken guy. Broken back. Yeah, welcome to adulthood, Winston. Um, Tua's back injury. Did you see the – I'm sure you saw the clip. Oh, the yeah. Quote-unquote yeah. back injury. That Yeah. That, back injury. Yeah. Dude got his bell rung for real. Right. Uh, Shepard tore his ACL. On a non-contact, apparently the MetLife Stadium turf is just terrible. Um, we're kind of getting to the point where in Dynasty Leagues, depth is huge. Like this huge. is where depth will absolutely come into play. I mean, it's only week four. Usually we're doing this mid-season. Um, is there anybody that, I mean, backup that kind of jumps to starter that you're you're anxious to see kind of what they can do as a lead guy? You know, it's – um it's not, it's not a deep. It doesn't have to be deep. It's not a deep one, right? It's not a deep cut. It's not you say Madison. Who, Are you going to, I mean, oh, I mean Madison for sure. I mean, I, it, it looks like cook has a chance to play. Yeah. Madison is a more than capable backup. I mean, he, he is one of the only true handcuffs I think that are in the league um, where you can say, that guy gets the workload and he's got the skill set and talent where you can almost not miss a beat on your right. starting roster when you pull him up. Um, but I've got one and maybe we could jump into a game early. Let's do it. 
this is going to make it really is easy. This, but is this, this is game? okay. What are you? I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? So this is the game that the listeners play along. Matt's on the hot seat. He oh, doesn't see gosh. the doc I'm working. Did you tell with. me the college in this one? I did not because that oh, was great. Well, wait, I did. Oh, did darn you? it! Okay. I don't All know. Right. If so know be, it, but... maybe it'll be easy. Maybe it won't. This right. this is this is going to be potentially a popular one. Okay. Um. So this is the game the listeners play along. I can see Matt. He can't see my sheet. He raises his hand. The goal is to be able to answer guess the the answer based on the clues in as few clues as possible as quickly as possible not usually what you want is dad you don't want to be fast but yeah in this game fast is the answer right absolutely and you also want to be accurate and because we like you know i just talked about youth sports everybody gets a trophy at the end of the season we want to give everyone a chance to win so i will go through all of the clues regardless of how quick matt gets his answer yeah. we're on the honor system we played this on my batman show it's the batman code of ethics so he's not going to change his answer he's a good nope. guy you can trust him absolutely all right clue number one this football player okay is originally from fort lauderdale florida and was a distinguished high school athlete does that yeah. narrow it down matt i got nothing there all right so we he at least made it through the that. first clue i purposely did this because last week you got the first one <laughs> i got it right away all right at Kansas, he played in eight games as a true freshman, including three starts. I think I know, but I'm not raising my hand yet. I'm not confident. All right, let's go to clue number three. This player holds the all-time record for all-purpose yards as a running back at 358 for Virginia Tech. Curveball. Uh, he just said yeah. two colleges. Yeah, he did. All right, clue number three. I wrote it down but I'm not, I'm not confident. This, oh, sorry. This is actually clue number four. This, four. this is, this is the this giveaway. Is the gimme. Okay. Yeah. This player was drafted in the sixth round in 2021 by the Chicago bears. Yeah. That's, that's what I wrote down. That was the oh. guy. Mr. Renshaw. What is your answer? Is it Khalil Herbert? It is Khalil Herbert. That's, I wrote it, but I wasn't confident in the college. Yeah. Well, he played at two of them. So that makes it tricky. Right. I was like, Oh, is he, is he from Florida? And the, yeah. and the injury kind of jumping, that that kind of clued me in. But well, and, we've, and we've seen him in action for Montgomery before. Absolutely. Filled in capably, right? Yeah. And, and I think this now sort of very clear, you know, inherit the workload. I'm excited for, for Herbert. Um, you know, I don't know. This could be, could be a changing of the guard. I think David Montgomery was a player that we looked at as, the situation, you know, when he was drafted, the situation's great. Yep. Hasn't always had the most stellar performance, but has shown, you know, flashes. Khalil yep. Herbert could be a player that depending on, you know, length of time and production, this this could be a changing of the guard. Look here. at you hyping up the Bears. Yeah, I know. It's NFC North bias is in full effect. Well, but you got to find value where you can find value. And, and being biased with your home team doesn't help you win at fantasy It does football. not. Absolutely. Especially, well, I don't know. Vikings look pretty good this year. Uh, actually, I've, I've got a big, big blurb on Herbert here. So last week's running back one, Khalil Herbert, everybody thought he would be the running back one this week. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Bears are afraid to pass the ball. So Herbert rushed 20 times for 157 yards, two touchdowns, caught two passes for 12 yards. Um, 
I, I think we kind of did it. What do you think rest of season worse, worse Montgomery? So I'm going to flip it. Listen, longtime listeners will recognize this game name game. So I'll give you other players. Herbert sure. versus this other guy. Who do you take? Almost uh, a, almost a who'd you rather without doing the official game. It's true. Uh, so first up Khalil Herbert or Antonio Gibson. And this is dynasty value. Ooh, this is going to be a lot of hard. I went through and found running backs that are in timeshares that I deem timeshares. But if the top guy went down, you mentioned, you know, Herbert stepping in and kind of could be the guy or I'm sorry, Madison, not missing a beat. So these are all kind of situations like that. So Antonio Gibson or Khalil Herbert at price or strictly performance. Um, right now you can get them the same. I'm going to go Khalil Herbert. I think I agree with you there. I think so. We've seen, I mean, Gibson's had his issues. He obviously is talented. Um, yep. I, I like the, the promise and potential and, and I think ceiling assessment of Herbert. Okay. Khalil Herbert or Travis Etienne. I think it's Travis Etienne. Ooh, not what I expected you to go there. I think so. James Robinson, Achilles injury didn't didn't hurt him apparently. Yeah, dinner, he's like the one player. He's fine. That's that's come out unavoidable. I think ETN from a skill set and gosh, this is where I sort of talk over myself. I think he has more than what we've seen to this point. If I am not in win now mode, that's a guy you go get. That's the guy I get. Absolutely. If if uh, I if I think I can get a championship, then I'm, you know, that's a right. different story. Uh, Khalil Herbert or Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Oh boy, that is this is a toughie. I if they're anyone, not going to get easier. There's two more I that I think are going to be hard. Uh, followers on Twitter know that that I've been partial to uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I've talked about him more in redraft because of the value I thought he represented this year for price, whether it's auction or redraft. Um, Oh boy. I think, I think Khalil Herbert, because even being a more focused part of the offense, um, CEH just hasn't demonstrated that he has the it factor that I think Khalil has. Like there's, there's that the on-field athleticism is different for me. They clearly do not trust Hilaire yeah. to be on the field for all three downs, That's especially the issue. down. Uh, That's I mean, the issue. First and second down, great, but he doesn't get goal line work. Uh, the guy had zero rushing yards last week. Right. Uh, I mean, I like him. Don't get me wrong, just because of the situation. But if Herbert were in Kansas City, I mean, I think it'd be even even crazier. And that's why people are excited about Pacheco and um, Jerick McKinnon has led. McKinnon does not doesn't go away. No, he's led back and carries for three weeks now. As a Minnesota guy, you know, McKinnon's been somebody that's been on my radar for a very long time. Um, And unfortunate injuries have held him back to this point. So I don't think it's like, well, even Jerick McKinnon's taking touches away from him. But it does demonstrate a lack of confidence, which makes me go. Herbert. Yeah. I mean, the, the clip of, of uh, Mahomes pointing to the hole <laughs> and CEH going the exact opposite direction doesn't. Help. Right. No. Um, here's one. It hits home for me. Uh, Khalil Herbert or Tony Pollard? Dynasty. Oh, man. Uh, Tony Pollard and Dynasty. Okay. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what the Cowboys do. Um, or where he ends up. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I don't think where he ends up. Back. 
I don't think so. Not with the money that needs to be spent in Dallas. Um, I think that guy is a bell cow back on whatever team he ends up with next. Okay. Um, this next one, Kareem Hunt. Ooh, I'm uh, Herbert. Really? Yeah, I'm I like. Hunter. I like. I like Hunt. Um, you know, perfectly capable starter, even in the situation that he's in. I he's don't a free agent at the end of the year. I don't see. I don't. I don't know that his situation improves dramatically next year. Um, I think in the mix, right? He ends up in a different team. Absolutely. I don't think he's going sure. back to Cleveland. I don't think he's going back to Cleveland. I just don't know if he's a guy that ends up as the lead workhorse back on another franchise or if okay. he is a super valuable piece on his next contract. I think okay, he's a super so, valuable piece, but I think Herbert could end up being, you know, the main guy. Right. It is September 28th, 2022. Yeah, hold me accountable, jeez. Uh, well, no, I not for, for you for <laughs> me cuz I'm going to throw out I think I know where Kareem Hunt ends up. Ooh, let's hear it. I think Kareem Hunt is a Philadelphia Eagle next year. And I think he steps into that backfield and does very well, which hurts me to say as a Cowboys fan, but I just, and rushers do well. Rushers do well. The fit does make sense. Rushers do well in that program. They do good with rushing quarterbacks. Yeah. Now that could be pretty deadly. Let's see. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go back to the future at some point and revisit this one. Last one. Uh, I think it'll be easy, but uh, Khalil Herbert or Chase Edmonds. Oh, Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Same. Same. Edmonds is, is leading that backfield, but I just don't trust. That's a pass-first offense. They're going to yeah. be fast. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I just said, you know, rushing capable quarterbacks tend to help their running backs. It, it doesn't always, it doesn't always break that way when they can also just like pocket presence, throw the ball a little right. bit too. Like it's, yeah. it's sort of where that first skill set is the rush, not a passing a quarterback who now is passing more and can also get a little mobile. Yeah. Um, so let's stay in the NFC North. Oh God. It's very comfy for it's, me there. Yeah. I was like, you, you know this well ESPN's Rob Domofsky probably believes Romeo Dobbs quote, just might be. Yeah, yeah. Just might be next in line for the number one receiver role in the Packers offense. I saw this headline and I went, you're kidding. No kidding, right? Everyone else is hurt. Of course the dude's going right. to be the number one option. Um, Dobbs led the team with eight catches for 73 yards and a touchdown in week three. Uh, he ran a route on 94% of Aaron Rodgers' dropbacks. Dobbs certainly looked the part of Green Bay's best, most explosive wideout against Tampa. What do you think? I don't think Christian Watson's going to do anything. Alan Lazard looks like just a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a guy also, you know, has, has popped up on the injury report. Hasn't, hasn't done what I think the talking points were right. around Rogers trusting veterans and overlooking rookies. That's still true. I mean, Watson's, I mean, going to be in that dude's doghouse for a while. Yes. Um, but when, when Rogers establishes trust with a receiver, it, it typically works out in their favor this guy just might've gotten there sooner. Right. Yeah. Way faster. In, in my redraft leagues, he was my number one target on the waiver wire. I got him in a couple leagues, which I was, nice. I, I had to spend up. Right. But, uh, because you know me, I'm Minnesota guy. I went to college in Iowa. Half my buddies from my college team were Wisconsin dudes. So they were all yeah. over it, but I went out and got it. Cause I had a little bit of need at wide receiver and gosh, those it options don't off. come. 
they don't come around all that often in redraft leagues to find find quality waiver wires yeah i i I hate to do this but i i like to do it there's a guy in new york that isn't really fitting in the wide receiver room Mm. and man he would make green bay look a lot more formidable in the wide receiver room if they could go out and get kenny galladay i don't know the money i don't know how the money oh man but it's a lot of money it is a lot of money. I don't know if, if they would eat a bunch, if New York would eat a bunch of it, but uh, the needs there for Green Bay, but they don't, I mean, they, they're Green Bay. They don't, they, they don't draft offensive players. They don't make any moves unless yeah. Rogers threatens to hold out for and that. That dude would need to, uh, he needed to decide he wanted to to start taking football a little more seriously than it seems like he's taking is he it just, Is he just unhappy in New York? It could be. It's not the same coaching staff that signed them. They nope. brought in two young guys. Daniel Jones has not looked good. No. I think a change of scenery might be best for, for everybody there. Yep, I agree. Um, one more. Apparently, this is the NFC North show. Uh, running backs that suddenly have a boost in value, Jamal Williams, is, yeah. is everyone, everybody that does the zero running back draft strategy is like, yes. Oh, he's their, he's their king. It finally hit. Yeah, it worked. Um, <laughs> he's at least two weeks, it sounds like, Swift is out. Um, I don't think Williams is going to go away after Swift comes back. He was already getting the goal line work for Detroit. Right. And he's, I mean, it has no impact on his fantasy value, but he's a fun guy. He's funny. Hard knocks. People really liked him. Oh, man. I mean, That's he a breakdown always got one-liners. He, he was he was just about in tears. Yeah. Trying, you know, this is not who we are. Like it, it, hard knocks is great. Cause you can always tell like whose price is it's going up. Kind of skyrocket. You know, yeah. Ask that. Do you have that's appreciating, right? It's, right. it's, it's good for that. I, I mean, Herbert or Williams for the next two weeks. Oh, I think, man, I probably would lean Williams just because, gosh, now I sound silly because I was loving up on Herbert so much. I, I think over the next two weeks, if I'm looking for spot starts yeah, and not an ongoing piece. If you couldn't get Herbert and you ended up with Williams, I think you're okay. I'd be okay. I think it's the it's the better offense, like demonstrably. Absolutely. Um, so typically if I was going to go with even a tiebreaker, I'd go to the better offense. Um and you know the, the Lions, they're they're a gutty team. You know, I yeah. think they are playing to win. Besides going for the field goal, um, when they should have gone for the win this last week, it's an aggressive offense. Um, and I, you know, Jared Goff might be unremarkable, but you know, I got a, the better performing He's doing quarterback. Okay. He's yeah. doing okay. He's the better performing quarterback, and I I would go with that. They trust him to throw the ball more than fifteen times a game. Yes. And that's going to, that's going to put you in a better position for your running backs to be able to make an impact. Yep. Um, let's see, we've got, we're going to go some quarterback news. Uh, oh boy. We'll, we'll do the quick one first and then we'll get a little bit, bit deeper. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but Cooper rush is two and oh, boy. Starter this season is you're the Dallas guy. Is I there am. a quarterback controversy? Oh, That's funny. That's exactly what, do we have a quarterback controversy brewing in Dallas? The long answer is not a chance. The right. short answer is no. Right. No, we don't. No. No, we don't. It's He's just... a great backup. He's doing awesome for what he would do. I actually think as the Cowboys, I don't know, I don't want to say expert, but that, that's the team I watch. That, that's my team. Um, I think the offense is doing things 
that will help when Dak comes back. Like they're going, Hey, we've got to kind of not simplify the offense down, but we got to protect the quarterback where there's a more of a focus on the run. Um, It seems like, I mean, I don't know if you saw the clip, but um, Zach Martin was yelling at the sideline, like quit running these stupid plays. Like the team is getting on Kellen Moore as the offensive play caller. So I think the guys know at least the, the players, like, we know what we got to do with Cooper. When Dak comes back, there'll be that like, look, he's he's not out long term. He's back. This is our guy. Cooper Rush, I think, is playing at a ceiling right now. Dak's ceiling is an MVP. Cooper Rush's ceiling is not MVP. Yeah, it's silly that we have to have these conversations. And Jerry was kind of poking the bear with some of his comments. Yes. Like, yeah, it would be great if there was a quarterback controversy like that. I mean, w- what owner, what GM? what head coach wouldn't like to have, wow, our guys are both so good. Right. We need to have the discussion. That's, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. Cooper rush. You have a capable backup more capable than what we thought. Be happy with that. But yeah. this is Dak's team, you know, yeah. you're paying Dak 40 million a year. Silly. Yeah. You're not that like follow the money. Yeah. Follow the money, follow the talent, you know, Dak. I mean, Dak is a, a fantastic quarterback. Yeah. All right. So staying on injured quarterbacks, um, it's apparently this is the injury in the NFC NFC North show. Yeah. Um, Mac Jones could be out multiple games, according to Adam Schefter, with a severe ankle sprain. Coach Bilicek said if Jones were to miss time, Brian Hoyer would start for the Patriots. Here's a dad stat. I, I was shocked when when I found this out. Brian Hoyer's last win as a starting quarterback came in 2016. When he was a member of what NFC North team? Uh, Hoyer? Jeez. Oh, oh my gosh. I should. Uh, is it the Packers? It was the Bears. Why Why did I blank on Hoyer? Oh, yeah, the I, Bears. Hoyer. The Bears. Hoyer Garrett. hasn't won a game in six years as a member, and he won it with the Bears. He's, six, made, he's wow, made 14 starts in those six years and is 0 and 14. Are the Patriots doomed? It's not looking good. No, right? Like, it's not, not that looking skill good. position guys are are desirable. You know what I mean? Like, no one's going, oh, I got to start, you know, maybe Stevenson. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Pats are a vo- in a void. I mean, they've they've got a whole, a whole crew of wide receivers. No one's a real alpha there. They kind of make sure they spread the ball around. But... I don't know why you wouldn't start Bailey Zappi. Yeah, I mean, best chance to win, but maybe they're, um, you know, Belichick plays the game behind the game. Maybe maybe the assessment has been, this isn't our season. So, yeah, yeah but it's tough. I mean, Mac Jones in year two, uh, man. Yeah. You, you did, wouldn't it feel like you're ready to. The whole I mean, offense has been weird. But this, that's the thing. Like, do you do you move on and see what you have? Or do you put Hoyer in there knowing he's got the experience, maybe you need the experience, and you're not necessarily trying to win a bunch of games? It's pretty early for any head coach, especially one as competitive as Belichick, to yeah. sort of like punt on the season. But Belichick also knows he's got a lot of he's got a lot of capital with that franchise and with that fan base, right? Like he's not yeah. going to take the heat for a oh, while. They're not gonna, yeah. Yeah. Belichick's not getting fired. They've got the building blocks there. I mean, they've made some, 
some solid – I mean, the offensive lineman Strange looks solid, and when that draft pick was made, everybody kind of made fun of it. So he's he's built up enough um, – I don't know success. Uh, clearly, yeah. he has success that he's not. He's a, he has a well he can draw from yes. for quite a while before it goes dry. That he will decide when he wants to be done with New England. New England won't decide when they're done with him. Is it weird the phrasing? If Mac Jones was to miss time, that dude looked like he broke Gosh. his foot off. The amount of pain he seemed he, to be in. I saw some stills where it was like, "What's going?" He looked worse in pictures than Tua. Oh my gosh, like writhing in pain. His yeah. face, I'm like, oh, I would hate to feel what that dude's feeling right now. Right. Like it was brutal. High ankle sprains are apparently really painful. I believe it. I've twisted my ankle a couple of times. Oh, yeah. So I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, the doctors will tell you more painful than a break in a number of occasions. Really? Yeah. Oh, so uh, yeah, it looked painful. Um, I, not that it's hard to argue to downgrade Patriots offensive skill players. Right. Because they're already so low. Woody and downgrade. Right. Um, maybe I don't I'm I'm staying away. I'm staying away for a while. I mean, the the running joke has been for years, stay away from New England running backs because you never know. You never know, right? Who's James gonna White be the guy? Is, yeah, whoever. It's 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 shifted around, you know, who's gonna get actually run that thing in the end zone, who's gonna be the hot hand, and and how often does that hand go from cold to hot? Right. Last Brian, week Stevenson did well. Yes. But it could be Damon Harris week. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Hoyer, though, um, I will say he I picked him up off the waiver wire in Scott Fishbowl. Fair enough. Uh, because there was no other quarterbacks out there that had a shot at right. playing. Um, you know, even rookies behind starters whose jobs aren't in question are not available in Mitch that league. Yeah. And um, oh, yeah, I've gone drafted for sure. Right. Like Pickett is not, not even close. Um, but the value is there. And I had drafted ashamedly uh, Drew Locke as my third okay. quarterback. Uh, you know, at the time, at the time right, right. when, when Scotty Fishbowl is drafting, it, it's early in it's earlier in the summer than what you typically would draft. So it was like, I don't have a third quarterback option. And that's a league where if you don't start two quarterbacks, it's pretty rough shape. I, so how are you doing in Scott Fishbowl? Let's, let's kind of pivot to that. I am undefeated Look so at far. You. Um, I think there's 200. I saw the, the, the email from Scott this week. There's like 242 teams that remain undefeated. Maybe Um Head I'm of the leaderboard in I'm the Little so Rock, Arkansas division. You, yeah. I brought you in because I'm I'm sucking. I yeah. First draft pick was Dak. Second draft pick was Russell Wilson. No oh boy. Third quarterback for a while was Jimmy G. Ah oh boy. But, so that has been my yeah. I'm 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 not done. I'm I think I'm one and two. Oh, that's fine. But I'm done. I mean, I don't imagine maybe Dak comes back, but Russell you Wilson can... has been. It's amazing though. That's a league where you can catch the wind in your sails and you can get some random wins that you didn't see coming. I right? picked up Flacco, started him as 34 point week, but that's great. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it, that league's fun. My first year in, I had, I had the most success that I've had so far made it all the way to the semifinals but it gets tough at the end there because you have oh, to be yeah. top in points to move on. And it's, you know, head to head matchups once. Yeah. And it's, and it, I mean, it, it's just the same reason why I don't do the, I don't do D, DFS. DFS. Really. It's just, 
you have to hit at such a rate, you know, like it's very, very slim. Right. You basically need things to go wrong to win. Yeah. And that gets tough. So late in the season in Scott Fishbowl, it's sort of like, hey, head-to-head matchups are one thing. I won my head-to-head matchup this week um, with like, gosh, 150 less points than I won the week before or something silly like that. Yeah. But when it's head-to-head, you know, dubs dub. Yep. Keep on charging. Yep. All right, so we've got a we've got a trade question here from Jason. Ooh, Jason, um, what we got? And it's we're we're gonna kind of tie into some strategy here too. Um, so the offer is Michael Thomas and Josh Palmer for his twenty three first back. So it's your twenty three first that you're acquiring. It sounds like Jason's gonna rebuild, trying to yeah. get his first back. Which side do you want? This one for me is super easy. It's hard to say, but it's a super easy response. Um, my competitive nature when I first started playing Dynasty got in the way of my ability to be strategic mm-hmm. because I always want to win. Right? right. I want I want to win. Everybody wants the, to win. You play the game to win. That's right. You play to win the game. Hello. You play to win the game. Yeah. But there's also sort of like this time value of money slash uh, uh, delayed gratification that comes into play in Dynasty that doesn't happen in redraft. You know, it's like you got to use a little bit different part of your brain, long term planning. You know, it'd be interesting to see how Dynasty players, male Dynasty players under the age of 25 do compared to dads. Right. Because you see the yeah, the long term plan. Yeah, and those guys' brains haven't developed. No offense, listeners, you get there. Uh, that that uh, prefrontal lobe cortex doesn't develop until you know like twenties for a lot of guys, mid twenties yeah. even. Some of us even later, maybe. And uh, so, anyway, long story short, I, I'm going to go with the twenty three first round. Yeah, that's it, same. And I re- I'm a big Michael Thomas guy. Uh, me too. But if you get your own, the fact that and I know leagues have anti tanking rules or, or whatnot. Um, but if you get your own, you kind of control your own destiny there. You can you can trade more. I always looked at it as if I had my 23 first, I kind of controlled what I could do. I could take less on other trades, knowing that it's weakening me and improving my own pick. But if I don't have it, it gets, I mean, you can still do it. You can still, quote unquote, tank. I mean, get lose games on semi-purpose. You got to still do your starting right. lineup. But it's so much easier if you've got your own pick to do it yeah no blank spots no injured guys right you you gotta you gotta field a team yep um but you know especially and if this was a different year my answer might not come 23 classes loaded stacked you'll find receiver better than michael thomas with that pick yes yes and josh palmer doesn't do anything Uh, i mean yeah if you're trying to win now maybe but I just because Guyton has a torn ACL, so Palmer will step up and yeah. If if you are missing those pieces and those are the pieces that are the one thing that are keeping you, I mean, yes. if you're loaded everywhere else, that's a different conversation. If you're in a true rebuild, I mean, if you're in a rebuild for sure, I'm taking I'm keeping the pick. I think it's a fair trade, just in terms of value, straight value, yeah. fair trade. I think if I were rebuilding, I would absolutely want my own pick. All right. So I got we talked about this off air. I'm really excited about this new game and you're the game guy, but I was like, I I'm going to, I found one. 
you get the itch a little bit, right? I like, do. Oh, yeah. Man. I'm like, let's, let's, all right. So um, this one, maybe I got to come up with a better name for it, but it is NFL career path. So I'm going to tell you teams in order where this player played. And then, and then you guess and listeners, you can do it too. Um, I've actually got one just for the listeners. Um, Ooh, that's fun. That's a nice just, little wrinkle. Just, you know, just to, here you go. Here's a little, little interaction, a little carrot. Let's see if you can get it. Um, so this one is for you. They're all, when I do these, I'm only going to pick offensive skill players because I know there are IDP, IDP guys out there. I know there are people that know defense. Most people know the offensive guys. So this one, Buffalo Bills, okay. LA Rams, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, Green Bay Packers. Can you give it to me again? Yep. Started with Buffalo, then played for the Rams, uh, played for the Chiefs, then the Ravens, and now he's with the Packers. Sammy Watkins? Nailed it. Sammy Watkins. Ah, that was Sammy. quicker than I thought. Mr. I am going to play maybe one week a year and then go on the IR. Sammy oh, Watkins. man. Blow up. He didn't do it this year. He blow, didn't blow up in up that big year. first game. But... Blame the Vikings. Oh, for that. Uh, <laughs> but like that's the standard, right? I was a Sammy Watkins guy for a while. I had him on a number of teams over the years. Um, I've man. never been a Watkins guy. I have a card, an autograph card with Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans, Eric Ebron, and Ebron, geez. It was that 2014 class. Yeah. But I didn't have Odell on the card. It was one of those quad auto cards. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I, as I've held it, I'm like, the only one that has done anything <laughs> is Mike Evans. Right. And he's so, done a lot. Yeah. Ebron, oh, he's Ebron was a guy in that draft year I was hyped for. I took him. I took him in in redraft leagues where you certainly didn't need to. I just yeah. thought the athleticism and skill set and he could really blow up and then, you know, hasn't really done much of that. Height and uh, have been huge disappointments for years. Right. I mean, OJ Howard, Ebron, uh, Hawkinson and Fant really haven't done a whole lot. Oh, man. Um, and then even Pitts. Pitts had a good week this week. Don't get me wrong. Still think he's great. You got to be careful with the pits criticism on the Twitter. Oh my goodness. I, I stumbled into some tweets last year that just the thread would not end. It was, you know, one person continuing, continuing, continuing. And then it was the piling on. And I'm like, listen, and and this wasn't even, this wasn't even a a dynasty draft. It was redraft. The defenders, Okay. The thin skin pits defender. I am gonna get... all the reasons. And all I'm saying is like, is he an asset to your fantasy team? You can give me all the rationale of why. You can tell me the peripherals. Right. You can do all the things. At unicorn. the end of the day, is he, is he winning you games? In last no. year, was not winning you games. No, I get it. I totally understand it, but I'm gonna soapbox here. I've tweeted about it a couple of times. I absolutely hate it. It annoys the hell out of me. Oh, go buy Kyle Pitts low. Go buy Kyle Pitts low. Go buy. Everybody's saying it. And then anybody that has Kyle Pitts goes, well, I'm not selling him low. Nobody's so, doing it. No one's doing it. So it's like, stop doing that. Stop buying into that baloney of a tweet that, oh, I'm going to go buy Kyle Pitts low. No, the guy that has Kyle Pitts probably isn't selling him low. You can try. 
But if they're on the same social media site that you are saying buy him low, they're not going to sell him low. Yeah, engagement only tweets doesn't provide a lot of value. On the flip side, I saw a ton of this this week. CEH, best sell high candidate. Yeah, right. Like, dude, what? No one's CEH would be a compelling additional piece. Right to throw in on a trade. Yep. You've got a two for two and you need the other a sweetener guy to kind of push it over the top. sweetener. The other, yep. the other, the other manager isn't quite there. You're having a good conversation. What if I add in CEH starting yep. running back for Done. the best offense with the best quarterback in the NFL? Yep. All of a sudden now you get that deal, but it's, you didn't sell high. No, no one's pay, like, you're going to sell high on a guy that just rushed for zero yards. I have CEH oh. so many places and I'm not actively trying to sell him, but if people want to buy where he's at now, sure. If you want to, but the sell high comes sell high. You can't sell high. If everyone's saying sell high, just like you can't buy low. If everyone's saying buy low. Well, and maybe you're in, you know, an office league or a, a, a non-competitive home league, but guess right. what? That is not your Twitter audience. Right. Your Twitter audience are the degenerates like us, like, you know, and they're probably in a league of other degenerates. Maybe you've got one shark in some office league, but yeah. that person already knows the thing you're telling them. Yep. Right. It's, yeah. it, that's the one thing. Like I like Twitter. I like the interactions, but I'm just getting, I'm like, stop it. The echo yeah. chamber that has become Twitter. It just, it's like, stop. You're not going to yeah. buy Kyle Pitts low. I see the threads of trade offers and I'm like, no one is making that trade. Like, stop. Don't put that right. out there. Like, oh, sorry. Soapbox. Soapbox. Anyway, I'm off. I'll put it away. It, it goes in the it, back there. So here's the listener NFL career path. Now, you know this one. This is how I introduced you to the game. So I won't answer. This, yeah. This Even is, if I get excited, I'll have to remind myself, Gary, you know this one. <laughs> I went with one for that started with the Vikings to kind of introduce you to it. So here's here's the player offensive skill or here's the team's offensive skill player started with the Vikings then went to the Raiders played for the Patriots the Bears and is currently with the Atlanta Falcons you can figure it out tag us at Dynasty Dads on Twitter give us your answer we'll gladly shout out anybody that gets it right Um, we'll really really shout out the first person that gets it right so no one else can kind of piggyback off it but if you want to hop on and say I got it too absolutely We'll shout you out. So once again, Vikings started with the Vikings, went to the Raiders, played for the Patriots, the Bears, and is currently with the Atlanta Falcons. It took you a while on that one. It did. Oh, I mean, it's tricky. It's for it's a player fun. that's for a player that started with the Vikings. It was almost as embarrassing as forgetting about Hoyer's time in, in Chicago, Chicago earlier today. <laughs> So that's that's the game. I think it's fun. I I, I think it's going to be one that we can do multiple times a season, not every week, but I mean, when guys, we, we got a whole stable of fun games to play. Now. Right. This is. I mean, and I play games with my kids, and you play games with your kids. Oh man. So what fits. else? What else are you going to do with the time? What, right. Watch football. Yeah, you got to drive in the car at some point. Yeah, that is true. Well, this was a good week. I feel like uh, if anybody didn't know anything about the NFC North. You're pretty well versed in it now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to focus, you know, we got some AFC East talk in there, yeah. you know, um, we should have a challenge at some point this season, depending on the news stories. If we do an NFC North uh, blackout week, we, we could do that. 
I think we could do that. When they like three of them have the same bye week, I think. So yeah, and I haven't even talked about Kirk Cousins really at all on this show. So that's yeah. Amazing. Other than your your lawn mowing meme, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that blew up. I've had I've had pe- so many people at work like hit me up on you know Microsoft Teams message like, dude, I saw your cousin's meme on Facebook. <laughs> My cousin shared it, and I, I like at first I laughed, and then I was like, holy crap, I know that. I guy. know him. Yeah. yeah. Like what? When do you? When are you putting in your two weeks and just turning into a meme? Hey. I'm like, when it pays money. <laughs> it does. It does. I mean, I don't know. I've never done it. Yeah, I have my, one of my really good buddies, Ben, had a huge tweet that blew up after the. I don't remember why they do it, but the big hot dog eating competition. Yes. And uh, Joey Chestnut That's ate the one. Like, however many hot dogs he ate, and he's like, Too many. you know, he's like, this guy eats this many hot dogs. And he's a champion. I eat nine hot dogs at a kid's birthday party, and I'm quote embarrassing <laughs> to be around. End quote. And that thing got fifty one thousand likes on Twitter. That's funny. He's still working his his uh, supply chain job. Yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah. it yeah. doesn't pay the bills. It's no, fun. Man. It's cool no. feather in your cap. But right. he's a, he's a good fantasy mind. Maybe he should parlay that into a lucrative career in podcasting yeah. at night after the kids are in bed. That works. Uh, nine nine thirty to ten thirty. We've got that. Uh, we've got that Locked window on. open. If yeah. you want to. Well, once again, reminder, everybody, uh, the Dynasty Dads podcast is brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads.